Spencer, a question question for you since oh. you're, you're doing this re- remotely. I'm uh, remote, baby. My, Work my, from not home. <laughs> Work from anywhere. My prompt to you right okay. now, what is the... Um, what has been the most surprising thing about Costa Rica in your, what, day and a half? In my, like, yeah, like 29 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or what, is, so, what has stood out to you the most so far? Uh, so far, the first thing that really hit me was when I got off the plane, I was like, wait, is this like the Honolulu airport? Because it, like, had similar wood vibes to it. Um, so that was the first thing. And then the second thing the, that I learned is it's illegal to get picked up buy an uber at the airport but you everyone does it anyways so so that was i didn't know that until after when uh like one of my coworkers was like oh yeah they're they're they can get like super screwed for that and i was like oh that's why like 10 canceled on me um but let's see what else i mean honestly the thing that's been nice about costa rica so far is like every single person i've talked to is so pumped for me to be in Costa Rica and like everyone's throwing down a shitload of recommendations. And I'm like, y'all like, wait, you think I can go like four hours somewhere every single day? That's not, it's too many (laughs) there. You have too many ideas. Um, but I've really liked that. And then the other thing that I've learned is like, you don't, people don't really get speeding tickets here because it's so rare that you can speed. But then when people get to, they love it. <laughs> they go for it. They go, <laughs> they for, go it. for it. They go for it. Um, but yeah, I honestly have not experienced all that much yet because I've just been like working and then coming back to the hotel and being like, oh, I'm still really tired. <laughs> What's the, uh, has anyone recommended like a, hey, you should go check out this thing or this place. And it's like, you look it up and it's like a three hour drive. That's like most of the things people are recommending. Okay. Cause like I literally, <laughs> I was like talking to a bunch of people. And they were like, are you going to like do any sightseeing right here? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going out to like a, like a particular beach. And they were like, oh, don't go to that one. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. So like I have the hotel booked. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I am going oh, there. Man. I think one of the one of the funniest things or like just in, like just a culture difference, especially it start, this starts happening in like Central. And as you get further into South America, I feel like in general, mm. people are just like, hey, we're going to this thing. If you ever like are out there. And like Jay was just running into this the other day too. And it's like, if you're ever just out there and like you have like a friend locally or someone that's just like kind of guiding you around or anything, if they ever say, Hey, we're just going to go to this thing tonight, you know, have a good time. Go, go. But also like their idea is like, yeah, it's just uh four hours. We're going to drive for four yeah. hours, be there for two and then drive back for another four hours. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's like a I super common thing. One thing I'm looking forward to, uh, one of my, co-workers who's been kind of my guide so far really he's been the sweetest guy about everything like he's like i'll pick you up from your hotel and i'm like it's a five minute walk he's like yeah but just in case you don't want to i'm like oh no honestly like i need to kind of like vibe out before work uh because it's also i'm like they like go in at like eight in the morning and i'm like y'all like i've I've been working a 10 to 6 schedule for like eight years (laughs) like this is brutal for me but uh but he's like, hey, I'm going to have like a, a barbecue potentially this weekend. Do you want to like just come? And I was like, hell fucking yeah, I do. Because he was yeah. like telling me about his butcher and he's like such oh good, my good friends with his butcher. He's like, I go and I cut the meat with the butcher. 
That's like, cool as hell. Uh, and he's like, I'm going to, we're going to get a bunch of stuff that you just don't have in the US cut yeah, wise. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. uh huh. I'm in. Uh, please wait until my wife is here. <laughs> um, you know, that would be great. Uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. And uh, yeah, it's just been a super nice thing. One thing I have noticed, because, you know, like Puerto Rico, uh, I was at for my honeymoon and stuff. And like in, in uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico, like everything is like, bilingual um yeah and like costa rica definitely like a lot more like only spanish um so like i definitely it's another one of those times where i'm like bro just get like duolingo like i need to (laughs) so much of my life involves hearing spanish like just i need to do it like i think that might be my new year's resolution is like actually doing duolingo for like 52 weeks we should do Spanish Spanish only segments every week here. Like do five minutes of like we're if we're talking games or whatever. Like we have to do it in Spanish for five minutes. Help you yeah. with that Duolingo. Yeah, maybe maybe that's where we do my Duolingo. We just add it to the pod. <laughs> just, just me <laughs> studying. <laughs> no, but it's awesome and it's beautiful. And I'm even in and like they're like I was like looking out the office. I'm like, man, great view. And they're like, that view sucks. I'm like, yeah, but like. You only see buildings in Chicago. Like, so that hill over there is sick as hell. <laughs> yeah, just to, just to see any form of terrain is yeah. cool. Yeah, and it, like, rained super hard today, and I was like, this is sick. And they're like, ugh, the rain. And I'm like, they're like, you're going to get caught in it. And I'm like, I like the rain, guys. And they're like, yeah, but do you? And I'm like, no, I, I like, legitimately watch rainstorms. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're a Pacific Northwesterner, of course. I'm a little bit of a boy. Rain. What's the weather like there right now? Oh, it's nice. It's like uh, 80, 85 uh, at its peak and like a little bit humid. You know, it's kind of like subtropic, whatever, rainforest-y. But it's been great weather. Uh, Definitely very humid. So like the second I'm outside, I'm like, cool, I'm just sweating. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But I mean, that's nice. Switch it up. Yeah, honestly, I would say... Strong recommend thus far. Strong recommend. I've only heard good things, so yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. Get added to the list. Costa Rica is really interesting because there is so much tech people, like, and they're all in San Jose. And, like, everyone fucking kills it in Costa Rica. Of course. Like, in tech. Like, they're. Of course they do. Yeah, it's sick. It's awesome. Um, Yeah, it's been fun so far. Don't rob my house, anybody. Ripple, don't worry. Ripple, Ripple is gonna do a good job defending. Yeah, we <laughs> left the 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 food open, and he'll be fine. <laughs> just kidding, uh, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Uh, welcome back to the DMGT podcast. I am your host Danny, and I'm your host Spencer. And this week we're gonna get right into it. You a surprise surprise topics for you, dear listener. Uh, namely pat uh we're just gonna go into random stuff so let's yeah kick things off kind of maybe it's rapid fire maybe we just don't even get through everything we thought we we don't know because we don't know we don't know this is these these make for the best episodes though yes yeah of course Uh, danny you choose where we start we're starting off today let's let's kick it off with the with the our big one today. Nintendo is making a live action Legend of Zelda movie. This is an interesting thing because they're developing it and it's being co-financed by Sony, which, uh, you know, mm-hmm. some people would be like, wait a minute. 
Those yeah. are competitors. But it's like, oh, you forget Sony has this whole like movie making branch of a division uh, of their business. Yeah, and, and uh, some would say it's completely separate from PlayStation. Like, you know, like when a company is that large, entirely they're just so different. It's just like, no, it's just like the general. It's name. practically different companies. Yeah. 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 Um, so they're making, they, they just confirmed. What's interesting about this one for me, and like we can start getting into this now, oh, yeah. is that this is like not surprising in the slightest coming I off the know. massive success from well, uh, Mario. Well, hold on. Okay, okay. Not okay. surprising that another movie was happening from okay. one of their franchises. The live action aspect, I don't know. It's, I don't know about that one. So if we think about it, the last... Was the last live action Nintendo Mario, right? Yes. So they're like, it's been like, what, 40 years almost? <laughs> like, or 30 years, yeah. something like that? Yeah, like 30 years, yeah. Where they they were like so scared. And that was like not even an open, it wasn't even a secret. It was like they would talk about it. They're like, yeah, we really biffed it. And like, we're so scared to screw up everything. And so they were like, yeah, we'll just wait like 30 years to do an animated Mario. <laughs> and then now they're like, Okay, let's take our other most precious property, uh, Zelda, yeah. um, which, you know, has a silent protagonist, um, completely <laughs> silent protagonist, and I wonder how they're going to ham-fist Chris Pratt into it, you know? <laughs> and Chris Pratt, starring Chris Pratt as Zelda, <laughs> Mario in the Honestly, Zelda movie. Ganondorf? Ganondorf? <laughs> he could maybe pull off a fun Ganondorf. Do you uh, do you remember um, this very short-lived Legend of Zelda animated show? I do not. Oh my god! It, whenever you get a chance, uh, toss that bad boy on because it ran like thirteen, no, uh, sixty-five episodes in okay, nineteen eighty-nine. So um, no, this can't be right. Eighty-nine. Uh, Something it, is it good? Like fifty? Is it episodes. good or is it no? Okay. No, it is. It is dog water, but it is very funny and entertaining to to watch because they make Link uh, not a silent pr- protagonist, and it immediately is just like, "What is this?" Yeah, and it's great, I, and it's great. I, like so, couple couple of thoughts that I've had so far about this. Like one is. This is bre- this is pretty much breaking news, y'all. Like, so this, this could be the first hearing about news. it. That's how good we are at our research. So that's one thing. Uh, <laughs> and definitely didn't just look at yeah, 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 yeah. tech news websites to find it. No, 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 no. no, no. I divined it from the stars. Um, but the other thing is they've already announced the director. Um, and let me just tell you the director's name and see if if you can if you can guess anything that this person has done. Wes Ball. No. Yeah, me either. Uh, <laughs> me either. I was like, is this a fake director? And I'm someone who likes movies a lot, and I look at all sorts of stuff all the time. So this. So let me go through the filmography, and the filmography of oh direction God. starts in Whoa. 2014. And that is The Maze Runner. 2015, The Maze Runner, Torch Trials. 2018, yep, they actually did complete the Maze Runner trilogy, The Maze Runner, The Death Cure. No one remembers really any of them, but definitely not the third one. And then in 2024, they get, people gave him the keys to write, direct, and produce 
the newest Planet of the Apes, which is going to be called Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. And then he's going to do Zelda. So to me, it's a weird choice, you know, like, because there's, there's a lot of directors that would choice. probably like to take, choice. take a stab at a Zelda movie. Like, you know, like I'm thinking like Gore Verbinski. Like, he would be an interesting one to do a Zelda, right? Because he's done all sorts of these, like, kind of goofy, huge blockbusters, you know? Like, there's a lot of directors that come to mind, and I don't think I would have ever gotten to, oh, yeah, Wes Ball should direct the Zelda movie. However, one really good thing about it, at least in my opinion, based on recent track record, is Avi Arid, Arid? Arid? Yes. Is producing. And he is uh, one of the producers of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Into the Spider-Verse, um, has done Ghost in the Shell, which honestly, like, I don't hate that movie. I actually kind of like Ghost in the Shell, and I think people were too harsh on it, because I'm like, it's, it's, it's an anime. It doesn't have to be, like, the most perfect movie. And I think they did a good job with some of, like, the art direction of it. Ghost Rider, you know? Like Bratz, the movie, of course. Um, I feel and like he's all got... the Sony Spider Men, like literally all of them, he's been involved with the whole time. There, Amazing Spider Men's normal one. There are some really high highs on his production credits here, and there are some pretty low lows as well. Like they're all, I feel perfectly balanced. You know, as all as things Daniel should said. be. Um, so. But but the most recent stuff being like you know into the Spider Verse across Spider Verse stuff, like I think that's positive no way home i mean the the venom movies the uncharted movie okay so the the one part where it's like yeah a little suspect is the uncharted movie he was the producer for uh it was fine i thought it was just fine i i don't think it was terrible i certainly not great but it was fine uh oh no what if tom holland's is tom holland gonna be link so that's Wait, that's what really? some people well <laughs> okay we gotta <laughs> talk about this so if we are going to talk about, and this is why I, you were like, oh, we have a pretty light agenda. And I was like, no, we don't. Because <laughs> okay. I'm going to, yeah, we're going to be right. ripping you're on right. this for a long time. We're going to fan cast, Danny. We're oh, going to fan cast Link. Okay. We're going to fan cast Zelda and Ganondorf. Link, Zelda, and Ganondorf. Okay. Let's do it. So one thing about the, that will make this hard. We have no idea. We we literally know nothing other than it was announced and the director. Correct. Correct. So we don't know. Are they going to do like original Zelda, like literally like Link Link's Awakening? Are they going to do Ocarina of Time? Are they going to pull from Tears of the Kingdom? Are they going to you know like where what like or are they going to tell a new Zelda story? Like we we really don't know. So it's in my head. I'm thinking let's let's talk like adult version. Not like child Link. So adult um, Link. Yeah, yeah. Let's so, say adult yeah. Link. But like, you yeah. know, Link is never old. No, he's no, always, he's like he's know. always like late teens, early twenties, right. twenties at the latest, right? So let's start let's end with Link. Let's start with Ganondorf. Ooh, okay. Yeah, let's do let's it. Let's start because I think that's the funnest, like that's the Bowser of Zelda, right? It's the ultimate boss. Yes. If I'm casting Ganondorf. Ganondorf is pretty wild. 
like it like his his expressions and his facial expressions his costuming like his his look is very severe uh and like pretty expressive right like ganondorf you, he just oozes i'm i'm a i'm a bad bad boy right so if i'm casting it i think a potential casting and i don't know if this is my pick but i think Hugh jackman could probably do a really good job Interesting. Okay, I could tall. see it. That's a that's out. That yeah, yeah. He is. You know what? He, yes, he would be menacingly tall for that role. It would would make sense. He can grow the kind of kind of Ganondorf chops. You know, like he's got the hair for it. Um, he can have a scary voice. Uh, and you know, he. I think he has. They've uh, Avi uh, Arid has produced the X Men movies. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's some there's some overlap there. Get him get him back into the adaptation world. So that that might be my pick. It might be my pick. What do you think? That's not a bad one. Uh, it for me it changes depending on like if they're gonna do Ganondorf version or if they're gonna do Ganon, which is like the typically the beast monster mm. version of the final boss. But so I mean we're going Ganondorf. Human yeah. What boy. what what? Uh, how would you cast the beast monster? I mean, you would just voice cast him, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Chris Pratt. Just, Obviously, it's Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. <laughs> There's uh, no other voice actors except Chris Pratt. Mm, it's gonna be. It's this is a basic pick, but I think Idris Elba probably would be a decent pick. Oh, that would be good. That like you know, if we're leaning good. into like the cool, very like oh, they're bad gonna make Ganondorf sexy as hell. bad boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. That would be a, that, and honestly, when is fan casting Idris Elba a bad move? It really right. is rarely ever right. the wrong choice. Ah, that's a good pick, Danny. I think that's that's what I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Idris Elba. I'm I'm gonna go with yours. I like that better. Idris Elba is way more fun. Way more fun. Is it now? Is the my question is is that too old of a pick if we're going with like, you know, young adult Lincoln Zelda? Well, Ganondorf is usually like you don't know how old he is. That's but true. He looks, he looks like ambiguous. an adult comparative. Comparatively, yeah. he looks older. That's true. That than is true. Lincoln Zelda. So I think okay. you could really do okay. whatever you want with Ganondorf. I think that's true. That's that, true. You can't go okay. like really old, but like anyone that can still move around, I think you can. You can go with man. Idris yeah. Elba would be awesome, and you know that people are probably saying that already too, because that is a classic. Anything I mean, it's an easy cast. one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to pretend like, oh my God, I've no, yeah. I've, no one else has ever thought of this. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Zelda. You go first this time. I go first this time. Okay. Um, honestly, I probably would have gone with like someone like Anya Taylor-Joy, but she's already Peach. That's true. So I'm going to go with Sophie Turner. Mm, too old? I, no, too not good at acting. Okay, I would fair. Say. <laughs> fair <laughs> like and also it's like if you i think if you cast sophie turner all you're gonna think about is oh that's kind of like that's kind of like game of thrones it's oh like maybe maybe that's why my brain went there yeah. you know i'm thinking like fantasy because that's like the genre ish style it'll be in yeah. so maybe that's where yeah. i went with okay um kind of blanking here a little bit i would Shirsha like to go Ronan. with who Shearsha ronan that's it's honestly whenever there's like a 
younger-ish looking female casting, I'm going to go Shira Sharon. Oh. She's one of my favorite actresses of all time. I, I, she's the best. And she has that etherealness that I feel like Zelda needs to have. Um, a little old, but like she literally looks like she doesn't age that much, okay. it seems. Okay. Um, and I think that would be fun because I haven't seen her really in all that many blockbusters. That's a good one. Who played um in The Witcher? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, that would be a good casting too. Like basically, what we're looking for clearly is like a <laughs> uh, a wood nymph type of lady. Um, yeah, yeah, got, you got you got to give like wood elf blonde, vibes blonde, for blonde, sure. Yeah. Like suit, like white platinum yeah. blonde hair. Um, yeah. And I think Anya Taylor Joy is a pretty good bet, and I feel like that's going to be making the rounds as well because you know how she's hot right now you know either that or um one of the actresses from um uh house of the dragon oh i haven't watched it so i have no idea but i know they crushed it millie alcock Mm, yes that would be i think that's another option that i would go with okay so out of all of those uh i think shirzy is is probably the strongest choice so let's go with yeah. that. Okay. Okay. And now we get to Link, which <laughs> if we were doing this five to 10 years ago, my choice would likely be Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Because he's small and like Link's not that tall. Like, so I'm, I'm just thinking like he's, he is a pretty small guy and he would be able to capture some of that vibe, I think. But he's too old now. So that's not my pick. What are you thinking? I'm thinking someone a little bit more, I, I don't want to be rude, like mousy, you know, like, you, you know, like kind of similar with the Wood Elf vibes, um, because I think they're literally the same race, um, Link and Zelda are. So I don't know, maybe one of the, uh, maybe one of the Stranger Things kids. What, what, nope. Uh, nope. Nope, I know who you're talking any, about. Think... The one guy, the the one guy. That's... Oh no, no, you're right. Uh, yeah. never mind, never I'm mind. Now that, that I'm looking guy. at the, now that I'm looking at them right now, no. Um, Ooh, I... one one potential. Uh, Justice Smith, who was uh opposite Pikachu in Pokemon Detective Pikachu. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. And he's great in Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among He is Thieves. great. I just saw that the other day and was like, it's oh man, such a you know good what? Movie. It's, it's fun. It's super fun. It's I had a great a good... time watching that. I had a blast watching that movie. I will say Caleb McLaughlin from Stranger Things would be good. Uh, there you go. Okay. That Yeah, not whatever that other, the, you know, the one kid. Not that yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, what's that guy's name? He's so... I'm, uh, yeah, I'm he's blanking really, already. He is very tiring to like be... <laughs> you know it's it's probably gonna go to someone like timothy chalamet to be fair timothy just chalamet just i'm just thinking looks about like an elf hybrid so that it would, would work the face structure would work yeah it would work visually i think it would work um acting like wise he's so busy with the kardashians mm, probably not so 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 right now um i guess that's true so who um, are we going with who's our pick Oh, this is man. <laughs> this, this is, is tough. Like they, this is tough. Like I, some of me thinks 
they should do a no name and try to keep it very low dialogue to capture yeah. that vibe. So like I, I almost think because like Link is one of the classic blank slate characters. Yeah. Where it's, it's like he he's just a hundred percent good. That's well it. The, the 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 thing is too, it's also I think it's it's such a big opportunity to like really act with your like face and body language because all the iterations of Link are like these these feel like these distinctly different personalities, even though they all share like the common stuff of like no courage and heroism and like good. Um but but like each version of them feel like very like, oh, this is you know, their their own incarnation uh, of Link. So, yeah, maybe someone a little less or un, or unknown to give them an opportunity to, like, grow into this. Because this is going to be, like, assuming they don't completely botch it, which, you know, going off of the Super Mario Brothers movie, they probably won't this time around. So, let someone uh, that could potentially grow into this grow. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. A, couple, a couple of movies. And boom. Man. Uh, and just so you know, we are mere hours after the announcement and I've already seen so many things online that are just doing the exact same Chris Pratt jokes that we were doing, um, like literally the exact same ones, uh, oh, man. which is, and then also Tom Holland, um, which is fun. Oh, 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 Zelda. I know actually I have a, I have a change. Give me like two seconds to figure out who the fuck this actress is. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I'm going... This fan cast that I'm looking at right now, if like, if you got someone um, from the Gerudo tribe, Jamila Jamil for Ubosa, a little too old, I think, for, for that role, but don't hate it. Um, yeah, some of these... <laughs> the Tom Holland pick for <laughs> League is just, please don't. Please let it not be that. Yeah. No like, offense don't to Tom do Holland, it. but just don't, don't do it. Do it. Don't uh, do it. I would say Sophie Thatcher from Yellow Jackets. The punk one. I think she would be potentially awesome. Oh. As Zelda. Because uh, I, like, I think she's one of the best parts of that show. Um, and that's like kind of, at that point, it could almost look like a, a no-name. Or um, uh, what's what's a uh, uh, hawk? Maya Hawk, Ethan Hawk's daughter. I think also has the vibe of the wood nymph. Nymph. Okay, okay. Don't hate those. Like so those. We, like those. We didn't. We didn't decide as a, a link. We didn't though. decide a link. We didn't decide a link. This is brutal. I'm a, I'm a coward. I'm a coward. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pick with someone for link. Honestly, that might be a good idea, but we have to. <laughs> we have to pick someone. <laughs> yeah. So it's not Tom Holland. It's not Tom Holland. Um Give me Nick Jonas. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. That'd be kind of fun. No, uh, no, no. No. I'm literally be. just Googling Link fan cast at this point. I know. We're so they, bad like, at this. I mean, a lot of people have looked into this throughout the the years um oof, yeah uh i guess i'm gonna go with and this is a crazy one i'm gonna go with tom holland 
Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, oh, you know what? Jack Champion. He was the kid in uh, Avatar The Way of Water, the, the one that stayed human the entire time. Honestly? You know what? That's who I'm I like going it. with. I like That's it. That's who I'm going I like with. it. Because I will say, as a person who loves the Avatar <laughs> series, and you know this... <laughs> Uh, do you do, do you know anyone else who went and saw the re-release by themselves? <laughs> no, no, literally no one else. Yeah, no you one tried to the get theater when people to go with yeah, you. Yeah, 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 everyone said no, and no. guys missed out because it was awesome. <laughs> um, but I think that would be great because uh, he definitely has got the vibes of um, child without parents. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's a good one. I like that. I'm I'm sticking with that one. Now, do you think they're gonna have Navi in it? I hope not, but also I kind of hope they do. And if they do, my casting, Julia Roberts, based on Danny DeVito. performance in Hook. <laughs> I'm going with Tinkerbell. Danny DeVito. I want like a really raspy To be honest, Navi. Danny DeVito's Ganondorf. Like, just think about the troll toll. <laughs> like, if, just we're going, if we're going like beast. Kooky, <laughs> like weird avant-garde, like ballet. If they go Beast Ganon, then uh, Danny DeVito to be kind of like the Jack Black for Bowser. Yeah. To be I'm honest, into it. I would say I don't remember who cat who directed uh the the Dungeon and Dragons movie, but that person should be the person that does this Zelda movie. Probably. Like because like I'm glad that you had just watched it because I don't think we've really talked about that movie. That movie no. is awesome. It's great. It's crazy that that movie wasn't a hit, and it sucks that it wasn't a hit. It was like one of my favorite, just like experiences of watching a movie in the last, like, you know, since it came out. Imagine if this movie came out post uh, Baldur's Gate three. I think it would have it would have driven a little bit more popularity. Crazy I think it would have. Yeah, I think it would have. They 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 messed up. Um. Well, hey. So there's our cast, folks. Idris Elba as Ganondorf. Uh. Who did Maybe you say? Maybe Shirsa Ronan. Shirsa or that, Ronan. The other, the Natalie or Zelda. Something. I forget the last name. Um, and then Tom Holland. I think we settled on Tom Holland. <laughs> we did not settle on oh. Tom Holland. We did not. Settle. Jack Champion. Jack Champion for Link. Yeah. Yeah. There you or go. Jack, or Jack Harlow. Whatever. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> Just go. White man can't jump three. Uh, yeah. With. <laughs> oh man, I don't like it. I don't like it. We. What? Okay, is this movie going to be good or not? No. It's not going to be good either. I don't think no, so either. It's not going to be good. I, I think, think the that fact that they went live action, I was just like, that's this is where you, I think this is the first step to messing up. It's really tough because there was that one like fan Zelda film back. Do you remember that? Like, I feel like it was a while back, earlier internet, where someone made like a legit fan one. I think, or maybe it was. For, I don't remember. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm thinking of a totally different IP. Um, so never mind. But it, it, I think it's hard because it is a game that has wildly different tones. Like it yeah. works in the experience of a game because a game is dozens of hours long, but like. My fear is either they go full Looney Tunes. Which would be like, a mistake. Major mistake, I a think. A mistake with this director, because this, this director with, doesn't have like 
and also with this franchise and also with with this franchise franchise. like Um, it makes sense for mario but not for zelda they go gritty like a gritty version of it and to be (sighs) honest everyone's fucking sick of those give me high fantasy give me lord of the rings fantasy give me dungeons and dragons give me dungeons and dragons i want high fan i think this is the perfect franchise to bring back the high fan i'm the only bit of hope I have for this is because it's Nintendo that they'll go high fantasy with it. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, very clear. Ganon is the bad guy. Link is the good guy. Zelda's the princess with all the real power. Yeah. I think the one thing that I, I'm thinking about, why do they put this West Ball guy into this, this role as the director? I wonder if they were looking at, like, footage of kingdom of the planet of the apes and they're like oh okay you can like you can fuck around with like crazy world building taking over something that's precious because like you know like the planet of the apes the 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 most recent ones are really well regarded movies yeah um and it also maze runner let's say we got digital effects he was a digital effects artist and shouts out he did do a visual visual effects for the movie Beginners, which is one of my favorite movies of all time and my wife's favorite movie of all time. Um, and if you haven't seen it, watch it. Ewan McGregor um, having a gay dad who comes out late in life, who also is uh, has cancer. And it's one of the sweetest, most beautiful movies ever. Truly. Okay. It's, it's an amazing movie. And, uh, one of Christopher Plummer's best performances, and he's mostly in a bed. Truly a beautiful movie. If you want to okay. cry a bunch, it's a good one. There you go. We're promoting movies here now. We're breaking all the sag after guidelines. But what? We're yeah. not part of it. That's... <laughs> they didn't let us in. We tried to go to they the did. picket line, and they said, they for sure are not letting us in now. Uh, you some why. loser podcaster. Uh, <laughs> There's no union for you. <laughs> oh man so that's what we have for zelda uh, it's wh- what do you think this movie's not out for 2026 three 2026, years at least i mean to be honest because the strike is still ongoing they can definitely write it but they can't really do anything else right now um and it, i guess in theory it could be out in 2025 depending on how what the scale of uh everything I, is i could also see them going we're gonna miniseries it like once they start getting into it and they go, oh shit, this is like going to be impossible to make a movie of. They have, they have talked about, I think back in 2015, Nintendo tried finding a way to making a miniseries for Zelda. So mm. that's, that's a, it's an avenue that exists and that Nintendo would not be afraid of doing. I think now that they have Sony signed on, it's less likely, but. Yeah. I mean, it's and just thinking about the challenge of, trying to translate that it's like okay so what do you do with temples because that you have to have temple a temple in there but they're not going to have four temples it's what are they going like to give one. us just the fucking water one no it's going to be one don't. and that's where the triforce is it's going to be all the tri- or whatever yeah. we'll see don't we'll do see the water do one <laughs> also like just do the do ocarina of time just do ocarina of time because that's the only one i feel like you can kind of condense because it's like, yeah. kind of, even though it's not linear, it's like the easiest to follow, maybe. Maybe. Zelda. Like story-wise, it's, it's like, yeah, you can be like older, young, whatever. But like ultimately, like either you're killing like things that are really scary or just like normal <laughs> things. 
it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting and then of course i'm gonna go we're gonna go watch that but we'll see we'll see oh, how this comes down 100%. oh we'll, we'll have way more reactions once once castings are out and everything like uh, oof, it, that's gonna lot lots of content to be had here lots of content to consume yeah, here we're gonna be uh, freaking bo burning making some content baby <laughs> with special guest tom holland uh <laughs> thousands of people are uninstalling ad blockers after youtube's big crackdown on ad blockers Danny, spencer what's your take on this i mean so i am someone who consumes my youtube almost exclusively on an apple tv a playstation i all i rarely watch youtube on anything where i have ad blocking Okay. So for me, this doesn't matter all that much um, because I've been suffering through saying I do not want a trial of YouTube, whatever premium or whatever it's called, to not have ads. I will suffer through the same three ads for six months of every year, um, every two and a half minutes on some videos, and then sometimes not at all on some other videos. <laughs> and it depends on the, it depends on the, the YouTuber, the YouTube channel. They Depends can on the YouTube some of that. channel. Um, yeah. But to me, I think it. There's gonna some people will find a way around it. That's kind of my thought. Is like, yeah, okay, people maybe ad blocker doesn't work, but the internet will always provide. Um, it's uh, yeah. This is, I think, like for for me, it's a little bit more tricky because I have used ad blockers. I do use ad blockers. I As started everybody removing should. them, removing them from YouTube because, on one hand, especially like a lot of like YouTubers that I that I follow and like, uh, typically are like, "Hey, I mean, I'm not going to give you a hard time about it anymore because that battle is is over." Um, but they're like, "This is literally like." If, you know, this is how they make their money. And for for as frustrating as YouTube as a platform can be at times, they are still, by and large, the best platform for to their creators who, like, uplo- upload their own content. So, like, on one hand, I understand the idea of, like, hey, support the content that's, that's here, and especially now as, as a content creator ourselves now, it's like... Yeah, 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 I should probably like, you know, ease off using ad blockers on YouTube specifically, at least. Um, Because I get it. I get it. The the flip side of this where I where I struggle here is like, let's let's not pretend like Google isn't a one point six trillion (laughs) dollar corporation. Yeah. Right. So so like. Calm down, you you like <laughs> this it's eternal need for growth oh, and not, no. not just Google YouTube, from YouTube, all corporations. YouTube it's needs just, more money. It's unfair for YouTube. You're not yeah, you're not gonna not catch gonna any empathy from yeah. me. You're not gonna win that battle ever. I think the trick the the most frustrating part about all of this, however, is um YouTube premium premiums pricing. Fourteen dollars a month is an absurd amount of money for so content that you are not making. Netflix charges twenty dollars a month for their 4K or whatever, and that's because they're too much. making content, and it's and also they're too making much, their, and that's also too much. <laughs> but they're making content; they are spending money to create. I know YouTube Red exists or existed, and like there was some attempts for YouTube and Google to fund content themselves. But that's such a subset of content that exists on a website that is driven by creators and people wanting to see 
those creators. Yeah. 14 it's it's steep. That is a steep price and I, for the benefits. I think the craziest thing about YouTube doing this is of all of the platforms that I consume content on except for Reddit cuz Reddit's ads are terrible um and completely uninteresting and I've never yeah. clicked on one in my life. Yeah. YouTube is the next worst at targeting <laughs> ads. Like they it's suck. Not good. They suck at it. Like, I live in a heavily, uh, like, Spanish, Puerto Rican uh, neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Mexican, Puerto Rican, and some Polish people, whatever. But, like, there's never been a single moment on anything Google-wise where I've ever, like, you know, watched things in Spanish. And yet, YouTube, which I'm signed into, on my Google account, consistently goes, but you're you're Mexican though, right? Because <laughs> like, okay, they'll just throw in a couple days in a row where it's all Spanish language ads, uh, like, man, and I'm like, you know that I'm not Mexican, like you know, you literally know that, like you know that about me because you know most things about me because I Google constantly and you have all of that <laughs> information. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, the, the idea of, like, oh, this is going to be really good for us. I'm, I've never, like, on Instagram, if you, if you put an ad in front of me for a fucking bean bag, like, I want to be looking at that ad because, like, I'm, I'm interested in bean bags. You know what I mean? Like, I get targeted really well on other places. So, I'm like, what are you, like, how are you even making money on ads? Because, like, how many different car insurances do you have to show me? Right. Like, how many more? Do I like? Do I need to have twelve car insurances? Because you seem to think I do. That that's that's a fantastic point because I can't remember the last time I bought something or considered buying something as a result from a YouTube ad. Because I mean, I watch it on my phone a lot, and like I'm getting ads on my phone, I'm getting ads on my TV. Yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, I never, never, ever has crossed my mind. Whereas, unfortunately. I really dislike the Zuck and Meta, but they're really good at targeting. They're ads, really man. good at targeted ads. They're Shouts so good at targeted ads. Shout out to my ads. anniversary gift to my wife because <laughs> I got one of those dog sweatshirts. <laughs> There's, it, they're more targeted. It, it, so it's like where where okay how how is this profit? Apparently, it is twenty two billion dollars through September this year in twenty twenty three alone. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money in ads. Yeah, and so it it I think it's interesting that like there are like thousands and thousands of people are removing it, um, because removing the like, ad blockers. Yeah, removing the ad blockers, um, and like I think part of it is also to drive try to drive more people to the YouTube pay pay for YouTube programs, and you never you haven't gotten me yet, and you won't fucking get me. No. No, well, you just won't. I'm sorry. It's just YouTube is the last thing I'm going to pay for because all the other things that I have to pay for, I also don't like anyways. So like, it's not going to work. It's just, it's yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. You're already going to look like on the verge of losing me for most of, most of the uh, paid platforms the Disney pluses and stuff that I already and very close to just pirating and everything again. Uh, crazy to say as a tech creator, but honestly, this is where we are, dude. 
we're it swung all the way back around and yeah i mean i ahoy mateys that's what i'll say there's there is no reason and i know we've talked about this before and i know you you would never pay for it but like chart three dollars i will give you three dollars a month make that and i that's that's an instant conversion three dollars no ads i'm in like for that little amount but i know that it will never be that it will be 14.99 and then it will become 18.99 and then eventually it's going to be like 80 dollars for every single fucking service too much too much so I understand the no, I don't understand. Like it's just it, this is just continuing to force growth where it no longer is. But they're emboldened because the Netflix numbers and the Disney Plus numbers and all everyone else that has cracked down on like password sharing and increased prices, it's working out for them so far. In the short term, it's so far working out for them. In the long term, I don't think it's sustainable practice. I do think people yeah. are going to start pirating more often and these numbers are gonna start plummeting. But right and now, think, today, I'm wrong, and it's working for them, which means that the rest of them are like, okay, I'm going to do that too. And I think the thing that always makes me super skeptical when like companies announce things like this uh, in like streaming or whatever, YouTube, is the next thing is lowering payouts to content creators. Yep. You know, that's the next thing the, they will do, and then it's just like, you know, every platform, if you guys don't let content creators make money to make people it, go to your app, you don't they're gonna exist. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're literally go look at what's happening with Twitter like with Twitter right now, actively happening at this moment. Mm-hmm. Like like to kind of maybe transition a little bit. Twitter no longer gonna be on PlayStation. And I my reaction to that was wait, Twitter was on PlayStation. <laughs> A good reaction to have. Uh, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Don't care. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. I, I mean, hey, I always like to, if anyone's punching Elon Musk, I'm in. Um, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, there, occasionally I would uh, clip clip some stuff uh, when I'm playing. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I'll post it here because it's like easy. But now with uh, ever since the PlayStation app got updated to include like uh, three minute clips or shorter of your recordings automatically got upla- uploaded or you could download them uh, on the app for, into right. your phone for the past like two weeks or whatever. Like it's two weeks running. Um, it just killed the need for me to like need to post something on on twitter ever i i've I've, i and and even then i didn't like i can count on on one hand the amount of times i shared to to twitter because it's like yeah this whole last clip i got i want to trim it down and stuff like just for the context and whatever so it's like i don't really care and i think it's just continuing to push like hey like all these like little micro communities and like specific features that at some point playstation saw enough usage and demand from gamers that said i want to be able to share my clips to twitter that they built this feature and integration and now that's gone you continue to do that's like the slow bleed that uh twitter is currently facing and it's all deserved they deserve nothing less than this happening to them they really yeah and hey 
you know, I can't wait to give Elon Musk like $20 a month to have his new AI Brock <laughs> tool. Because the, the one oh, thing man. Twitter was always missing was AI. Because, you know, that is helpful for a social media platform. That's trying to get rid of its bot problem? Yeah, I, it's just like, <laughs> oh yeah, you can only uh, get it if you pay me. And I'm like, what? but what would it, are you just get, It'll write my tweets. What is the what's the purpose for an AI on Twitter? Twitter is about shit posting. It's yeah. I mean, and and it's getting less it'll and less fun. It'll probably be like a he like probably just like stole the code for the Microsoft one that became a Nazi in like fifteen minutes. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. probably just like no, no, no. We just wanted like a Nazi robot. <laughs> like really, that's what we were going Oy. for. <laughs> Oi. Speaking of AI, did you see this news that Xbox has partnered with InWorld AI to, quote, empower game creators with the potential of generative AI? If I have to hear the word phrase generative AI <sighs> I know. again this year, it's going to blow my brains out. It is constantly brought up. The one thing I will say is some of the tech demos I've seen of generative AI are interesting. And the <laughs> yeah, it's that's the annoying part. I, I, but also at the same point, I'm like, well, when you're talking about AI at this stage of the game, what we're talking about really is humans replacing not having humans. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I think in some ways it could be interesting to like tune a generative AI to create literal, unique quest lines, tasks, things like that in a video game where. It goes, oh, you're a gamer who really likes doing this type of stuff in this game. Let's create some extra things for you to do that you seem to like. I think that's really interesting to you, the idea of that type of generative AI. But where it won't go that way, what it will go is just, you know, all your NPC stuff is just a robot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, that's the most frustrating part about like, world-changing technology at this point of the game like being partly a technology covering podcast is like the actual like technology and under the hood stuff will always fascinate me and is always super interesting to me um but it's just it's getting harder and harder to decouple that from like the real world impact that people are going to face especially in a year where ubisoft just laid off like uh 98% 98% of their employees in like ubisoft canada i think yeah, yeah. Just an insane amount. Yeah. In one of their offices. 98% in one of their offices. One of the um, biggest years of gaming of all time. Yes. Every yes. single developer has laid off all the people that made the games. It's ridiculous. So, like, this and also, news all is of just the people so that made ill-timed. all of the tech as well. Is They're all gone so, too. So ill timed. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. So, it's like, it makes me less excited about the potential good stuff to it because yeah like you the idea in a, in a vacuum of like what you just said like oh these players like behaving in this type of way in their game so we're gonna start you know whipping up quest lines specific to your experience get get some more powerful if you have a team of writers that say do it within these parameters that right. make sense within the context of the lore of the world that you're playing in that to me is fascinating i'm interested i'm into it that's just not how it's going to play out. These 
uh, InWorld AI specifically um, focuses on NPC AI generation. So character development, dialogue, story, and quest design. That is all literally today a writer's job at a game studio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Danny, have you watched any content of like uh, verbal generative AI where you can have a conversation with an NPC? Have you watched it? Uh, yeah. And, and NVIDIA did that earlier this year. Right. Yeah. I think that's the one I, yeah. I watched. And the thing is, I think that the idea of truly interplaying and being a part of like your voice being a part of a video game experience is really interesting. Yes. Yes. And the only way you could do that would be through AI. Like you can't do that with pre-written content unless you literally write every, you know, you literally write the whole tree yourself, which no one will ever do. So it is, it's like, there's some interesting things that I think could be, especially like in my, in my opinion, like VR gaming, like where you are ultimately the first person perspective, you know, a hundred percent. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to just, it's going to make things worse for people that are artists that that's what they do. And that is stupid. And that's why like big after still hasn't come to an agreement because they keep trying to shoehorn in, but yeah, but, but what if, what if, okay, final offer, best offer. What if like, if you're dead, we get your body. <laughs> ridiculous. Ridiculous. Let us continue to profit off your labor after you're dead. Is like, the, the word dystopian gets thrown around way too easily, I think, these days. But that one is actually dystopian. It is yeah, insane. I mean, we're heading towards the T2. Just like, we're heading towards the T2 future. Like, <laughs> step by fucking step, man. It's so brutal. Because it's like, oh, wait, man. we have so many movies about this. And we're just following the parts that will kill everybody. Like so literally. you're super excited about going to CES, right? In the two months here? Dude, I can't wait to see how my job will be obsolete by the time I leave CES. <laughs> like, I can't oh, wait man. to be destitute and have to figure out how to like fucking flip furniture or some shit. <laughs> it's going to be insane. Uh, look. The idea of AI as an auxiliary tool is fine. Like, don't, you can't resist it just like you couldn't resist the internet and access to information in the, two, in the 90s to, to early 2000s. Um, unfortunately, we just know how corporations function, and just, well, that's just not how it's going to the problem is go down. Corporations I'd love gotten, to be surprised. They've gotten too good at the internet. Yeah. Like, if I was president tomorrow, my first executive order that would quickly get struck down would be companies don't get the internet (laughs) internet's for the people companies don't get it because y'all are literally ruining the entire world like constantly Uh, did you see that tiktok has removed like i think they said like hundreds of thousands of fake accounts astroturfing either pro or against israel palestine like like generative content farms and shit it's like Mm -hmm. you know it Every single day we are alive, it gets harder to understand if what you are looking at is true or false. And there is such a low intelligence and critical thinking currently of the internet, like as a whole, that we're so easy to manipulate that all of this stuff will only cause division 
and problems. Like there's really, it's just like we have chosen the bad path because initially the bad path in all of those movies, what do they do? Makes a lot of money for people that don't yep. give a shit about people. Yep. Like we're literally, the, we are literally in like the preamble of T2 right now. And I know this is my fault. We, we need, we need like a, like a dog collar that shocks us whenever we start talking about AI. It sh- yeah, it should. Yeah, because we <laughs> and, always and the go moment, down this the same The moment route. we go down this, this route, <laughs> just like shock. You're like, okay, okay, sorry. Let's pretend that Honestly, this stuff isn't real. We should probably have some sort of like AI tool to like figure out when we're doing that to <laughs> shock us. <laughs> Meta baby, swing back around. Swinging I love back it. Around. Hey, uh, let's get ready for. I think I th- we're gonna get game of the year and like all the game awards nominees announced at some point next week. Hopefully, it's before we record the next episode. But that that's be gonna great. be exciting. We can start getting into some end of year things as we head into. Probably just like the first week of December, I'm going to say. So you get four more episodes of the MGT podcast for the year before yeah. we oh, take man. a break. We have to put a ton, of con- a ton of shit because we didn't do any best of so far. This like That's that's oh, coming man. up. Yep. Ooh, we have boy. we have a busy couple holiday podcasts. season stuff, a busy couple of weeks. So it's going to be focused on wrapping up the year, some holiday suggestions, and then we're going to head right into CES before taking a break into in December. So. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be a fun time for Spencer and I. A busy time for Spencer and I, mm-hmm. as if we need I to be to any more busy so already. Many fucking games, <laughs> like, <laughs> like good god, like I. But it's gonna be brought, good for you. I brought my listeners. PlayStation Five to Costa Rica because I knew I was gonna be alone for a week, and I was like, I need to catch up. <laughs> like I brought my PlayStation across international borders. I, uh, I, I want to talk about Alan Wake 2 with you. So I know. Uh, I, I, once, I'm, once we I'm get finishing there. up. I'm trying to finish up Spider-Man like it's today fine. or tomorrow. And then I'm going to I'm gonna at least start Alan Wake. And I'm super spooked. It, it's spooky, man. Yeah, I can only I'm play like an hour at a time. Dude, I'm not wearing <laughs> headphones. I'll say that. And I know I Do have it. to. You have I know to. I have, have to, to, but it's too the spooky. The sound design. The it's sound design is so good. It's, it's so good. It's when you do, let text me when you in, when you install it because I, I, I some pointers if you aren't gonna. It's wear installed. Oh, it's, it's installed. I when have you have it that ready to re- when you're loading that up, you have to. If I you're will, not gonna wear I headphones, know, I will. No, I will. But I'm you got to do the really hap- adaptive. There's like an adaptive uh, rumble feature because like it's the game design is audio directional, and you <sighs> need to use sound to know where to go next. That's it's so good. It's so good. Ah. It, but it's scary as shit. Ugh. So. Uh, <laughs> spook town. Have fun. 2023. Okay. Bye. <laughs>